1: What's up, guys? How are we? This is Jay nog the Tech Stuff guy, and um, this is another week of making podcasts great again. I'm excited that we have... Um, he's yeah, he's back real for, excited. He's yeah, yelling. Know, it's like it, shouting.
0: It, Unbelievable. I know,
1: because I'm excited. You're, you, you joined me three weeks in a row, and well, last week... can you week tell you, them who I am? I yes, mean, this come is on. Our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump, joins me for week three. Mr. President, how are you this week?
0: Well, you know, we're doing great things. We're having great, uh, great progress with uh, the Koreans getting peace over there. Believe me, if I can negotiate fair prices for cans of Coke and pretzels with Korean grocers, I can bring peace to Koreans over there.
1: That's very impressive. We're going to get that into a minute, but... but did you and know by the
0: way, tell Tim from last week, the tech scuff guy from last week, he was good. Yeah. Not as good as the first week guy, but we'll see how you do.
1: Okay, that that's good. Uh, my self-esteem's high now. Um, we I added music. Could you tell the music is there?
0: Well, yeah, Some no. Patriotic that was, it patriotic music. i did thought you like it? Was, it? You know, I had asked for Kid Rock, but I guess, you know, that's the best we can do. That's the best well, we can copyright
1: do. copyright and, you know,
0: I know Well, I'll know. talk to him because, you know, we can have those copyright laws changed, believe me.
1: <laughs> I. You're right. You can have them uh, changed. Uh, any updates? Last week, um, you have a, a new uh, budding, if I may call it a bromance with Mr. Kanye West. Has oh, he's changed? my
0: African-American. He really is. <laughs>
1: that's what you call him? You call him? Here.
0: Well, I can't call, you know, maybe in private company I can call him my you-know-what, but... Uh, You know, for public consumption, uh, I call him my African American.
1: Uh, Are you gonna? Rumors are people are talking. Are you going to be on a track on his album? I know we spoke about it a little last week, but the internet's been buzzing and people have asked me to ask you, are you going to? on the album
0: well you know there's there's you know there's obviously these rumors and they're they're good rumors and we like them uh we you know that we're talking we're talking we're having talks and conversations and also exchanging words would you do like an interlude kind of thing or
1: do you think you would actually well as
0: we discussed last week i have bars so you do have bars so we're, we're thinking you know Obviously, it'd be easiest if I just kind of do a little interlude, not too much work. Because, like I said, I have I have skills, but I'm not a freestyle kind of guy. Um, so I might, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Kanye, you know, just like he respects all of my talents, uh, he's the talent in the uh, in the rap game. So I, you know, I'll, it'll just be nice to work with him, and I'll I'll follow his his, uh, his lead.
1: And you brought it up before, but um, rumors, people are buzzing that you should get the Nobel Peace Prize for bringing Korea together. Yeah. Well, I mean, you what know, what do you think? I mean, I'm sure you think They're you saying
0: get- what does Donald Trump have to do with Korea and how about everything? Okay? How about And like I said, okay? I sometimes, you know, when I was living in Manhattan, you know, sometimes I want to get a snack. And you go to these Koreans because these people, I mean, they believe in nothing. I mean, they're open three, they'd be open 400 days a year if there were 400 <laughs> days. I mean, these people, Christmas, we're open. Thanksgiving, we're open. 9-11, they do two-for-one sales. That's how little they care about anything going on in the world. They do a two-for, you know, and believe me, you know what I mean by the two-for-one, you know. <laughs> two for it's an odd 11. way to celebrate 9-11, believe me, but that's what they do. They believe in nothing, and they make up their prices. You go in one day. Let me get some Famous Amos, another one of my African Americans. Let me get some Famous Amos cookies, and they're like two dollars. Okay, it's two dollars. Then a week later, it's three fifty, and you're going, what? You're making up prices now? Then you go in a week later, it's one twenty-five, and you're going, these people don't know what they're doing. So I would always negotiate them down. Never paid more than a dollar for a pack of Famous Amos cookies. So if I can do that with these nihilists, okay, running the Korean grocers, it's a piece of cake to bring the Samsung people together with the guy from uh, the James Franco movie.
1: If you do win the Nobel Peace Prize. If,
0: he's saying if. I mean, come on.
1: Where would that rank amongst your accomplishments, you think?
0: Well, you know, I'd have to put the trophy right next to Melania. That's a little bit of trophy wife humor. (laughs) Well, it would be one of the great honors, except, to be honest, Obama already won it, and it's like, so who cares? You know, I might sell it, to be honest, or put it... In, you know, I, I don't know. Are
1: you going to really put the Nobel Peace Prize on eBay?
0: You know, well, you know, maybe Sotheby's. I think, you know, we can do a little... Christie. Well, I got to find out. I got to find out who makes me the better offer. Okay. But we can do good things with it. We can raise money for uh, for Tiffany Trump's charity.
1: I don't know if anyone's find ever me a the Nobel Peace Prize.
0: Well, maybe you know what? Very, uh, very unconventional, but that's why the people love me.
1: Uh, that's for sure. Um, so... We're going to talk about the the correspondent dinner, and I I don't want you to uh, uh, talk about it yet, but I have um, a lot of the jokes that were said, and we're going to talk about them. Jokes, so-called jokes. So-called jokes, and I want to hear your opinion. But first, like we do the last two weeks, we are going to call um, a a local business or a person, and, and this
0: week... A good American business.
1: We are going to call... Uh, to go along with the Correspondence Center, we're gonna go we're gonna call uh, the Wolf Restaurant and Hotel. The Wolf Restaurant Well, you know,
0: I've been having a lot of problems with these wolves. First there was Michael Wolf, wrote that terrible book, Fire and Fury. And now you got this Michelle Wolf, so called comedian. Notice how I say comedian because she doesn't deserve comedian. She's doing so I don't know what is with the M wolfs that are coming after
1: me. Well, we're going to call them, and we're going to see maybe there could be some relation. Who knows? Well, we
0: got to find out if they're affiliated with either of these people. I mean, oh. because they, they, or maybe they can put a stop to it or, or, or maybe have a Trump event. Well, and where, Where is this hotel? Uh,
1: it's in Wyoming. So. Beautiful
0: Wyoming. We won that state really, really bigly.
1: <laughs> so we're going to – is that a word,
0: bigly? Bigly. Okay. Um, sure.
1: Here we go. Now, this is the wolf.
0: Thank you for calling the Hotel Wolf. If you would like to make dinner reservations or speak with someone in the dining room, press 1. For the lounge, I want to talk about these wolves. hotel jim speaking hello jim this is uh, did you say this is the wolf hotel yes it is okay i wanted to find out something that's very important to me okay because i've been having a lot of trouble with people named wolf and i wanted to find out if they were affiliated with your establishment i hope they're not but they're you-
1: not there's nobody in this place named wolf like, the owners aren't even named wolf
0: Oh, well, that's beautiful because I don't know if you know this, but I was insulted over the weekend by a comedian named Michelle Wolf, okay, at this White House correspondence dinner. And I wanted to know if she was affiliated with your establishment because she did very rude jokes in Washington, D.C. this weekend. about that but have a great day well thank okay well i'm glad that you're not affiliated i appreciate that that's good news maga thank you mr
1: president i don't know why he was laughing at you i mean well i think he
0: was relieved to be perfectly honest he was relieved because you know he gets this call from somebody he obviously recognized their voice i wasn't trying unlike the other weeks with our good gun owners You know, I didn't want—this guy— You don't want to to brag? Well, he might be—you in know, I don't want to put the weight of the presidency on him, because you know what? Like I said, we don't know that he's affiliated with with Michelle Wolf. And I didn't want to assume. So I could have said, I'm the president of the United States. Give me answers. And then that intimidates just a good citizen who might be doing— And as it turns out, I was right to do it that way, because— not even uh, well. My question is, why do you name it the Wolf Hotel? I think, in light of Michelle Wolf, maybe you want to change the name since it's not a family name. Because uh, yeah, I, d- I
1: agree, especially what's going on right now. Would you name popular- your hotel
0: Cancer Hotel, AIDS Hotel? Probably not. Wolf the- Wolf Restaurant. Of course not, because this is what we're dealing with now. She's she's disgraced. Really, the name Wolf. But de- that's you know what people think. I'm I'm just always yelling and doing mean things. But that showed. We had a good laugh. That's a good American businessman in Wyoming doing the right thing. And we had a nice talk. And, I, you know, he knew who it was, but I didn't want to come out, you know, guns blazing and intimidate the man. It sounded
1: like he recognized you.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, he's and he's probably a fan of The Apprentice. He knows I'm a very funny guy. Probably. Um, But aren't you thrilled that
1: uh, there's no wolf affiliation there. It's just really the well, animal. It, it, no, it, it it was
0: a great, believe me, a great relief. And now you know what, because it's a great state that voted for me, I kind of want to go and maybe maybe throw some business to the to the wolf restaurant and hotel. So you
1: would actually stay at a wolf hotel? Mm-hmm. Well, though? I might eat there. Okay.
0: We have to look in. You know, I don't know. We'd have to look into it. As it is, is it a, you know, is it a four star property, a five star property? Is it maybe just one of these kind of Places where dumb poor people go, I don't know. So that's important to know. But I would want to, you know, at least get a well-done steak with ketchup. I mean, we can at least, we can at least do that.
1: Steaking, steak and ketchup is your thing. Well, don't forget well-done. You eat well-done steak with ketchup. Why? I mean, you think that's that's good? That tastes good. Don't you want some steak sauce? Don't you want a little pink on the inside? You want?
0: Let me tell you something. Steak sauce, so- like. What am I? One of these retards who needs steaks. Su- yes, tell me what kind of sauce goes on my steak. Steak sauce is for stupid people who don't even know what kind of sauce they want. I put ketchup. It's not intuitive, it's how I do it. And it's frankly it's frankly the best.
1: Okay. Do your children also do ketchup and steak? Who? Your children. You know Ivanka.
0: Oh, the hot one. Yeah, no, she well, she's got the sizzle. I can tell you that much. Uh you know.
1: She looks like a medium rare kind of chick to me. I'm just
0: yeah. Well, she's all pink on the inside. Okay.
1: Um, let's get to the correspondence dinner. Um, cause I just don't think you should be. Never mind, Mister President.
0: We discussed this in episode one. Okay, all everybody's right. trans fluid, uh, liquid gender. Okay, everybody does. But then you say one thing about your objectively beautiful daughter, and everybody acts like that's out of bounds. Anyway, yeah. Let's talk about this. This wolf. This. This well, red headed stepchild.
1: We have a few questions for you before we even get to the dinner. Last year you didn't go to the dinner.
0: No, I had a beautiful rally. And
1: then this with year, real people. You didn't go to the dinner either. How do you feel people say that Obama was man enough to go to the dinner and also Obama actually had jokes that he did back? So, you know, he took it and then dished it also. Why not do the same thing and just not go.
0: Here's the thing. Barack Obama was in friendly territory. Okay, they all loved, they worshipped. Chris Chris Matthews, you know, said he got a, a boner in his leg from Obama during the oh eight election. So these people, <laughs> they're his friends. These are supporters. It's like he was basically at a rally, okay? So if you look at it that way, it's not that brave to go to a rally and make jokes. I went to my rally and made jokes, and everybody all of a sudden acts like it's some big, big thing. If I went to a Breitbart, uh, Matt Drudge, Fox News party and made jokes, everybody would say, oh, Donald Trump went to like his fan base and made jokes. That's the way it was with uh, Barack uh, the Kenyan.
1: So it was a more friendly atmosphere, so therefore you think he was more well-received. Of and, course. And you don't think it would have been good for you.
0: Well, you know, to be honest, I don't really care whether it would be good for me or not. I was just, you know, I don't need to go to a place where the fake news is my enemy, whereas they were the teammate of Barack Obama.
1: But they have this every single year. You know this is going to happen every single year, the correspondence Dinner, and it's going to be the press there, and it happens every single year, and a comedian is always... Uh, does the jokes...
0: Well, you know what? We'll see because next year we may not have a dinner and we may not, uh, to be perfectly honest, we may not have a press.
1: Oh, so you can eliminate...
0: Well, all. we'll see. We'll have to see.
1: I don't think that's possible, but you can try. That's... Uh,
0: okay. Well, you know, you and Jim and Jeff and the other tech stuff guys who've worked on this, uh, you don't really know about all the big issues that I deal with, so we'll leave that to me and we'll, uh, we'll find out.
1: Okay. That's fine. Um, and let's get to the... The comedian, or as you say, the comedienne this year, um, we've had Seth Meyers in the past. Um, last name was H- Hassan Minaj, I think his name was. Yeah,
0: Nikki Minaj, very big butt.
1: And, and this year um, was Michelle Wolf. Um, you don't think she did well at all?
0: She was terrible. I know, and believe me, I know comedy. I worked for NBC. I was in the middle of entertainment for like decades. So, whoever this wolf is, uh, she's not funny. And she was the the room was like, even the fake news liberal people were were not having having it.
1: And this is the first year also that people from your team actually showed up,
0: which I thought was very gracious. They didn't have to, and they did, and they got treated very poorly and very unfairly.
1: You th- you think Sarah Huckabee Sanders was treated unfairly?
0: Yes. She really made an effort. She really, she didn't, you know what? She didn't look half bad in her little blue dress. And, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, for her. Yeah. And instead, that. she put herself out there. And, uh, you know, this, this redheaded, this redheaded screecher just, you know, was very rude. But you
1: saw the, the years before, It that's, that's the way the correspondence dinner goes when the comedian goes up there it's more of like a, a roast. It's having, it's making fun of everyone. It's making fun of what's going on um, with the press, what's going on with in, in the political system. It, that's what it is every year. I don't know Dennis why. Dennis
0: Miller would have done a beautiful job, okay? This woman attacked Sarah Huckabee Sanders for her looks. And people who are saying it's not about her looks, come on, please. She was comparing her to the woman in Handmaid's Tale who kind of looks like her, to be perfectly honest. And... <laughs> So you can't tell me that was a coincidence, because she could have picked many characters from Handmaid's Tale, but she chose the one who was kind of a burly, authority brunette.
1: You don't think... I, I have the jokes here. Every one of the jokes about her, there was some truth involved.
0: Well, that's what you say.
1: Okay, so it was probably... Okay. We'll see. I don't know.
0: We might have to bring Chris back to be tech stuff guy if we're going to have a fake news tech stuff guy.
1: Okay. Um, We'll move right along. Um, How do you feel that a lot of her shtick was saying that you're broke, that you have no money? Did that bother you?
0: Well, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm sure she lives in some, you know, pleasant walk up in Brooklyn and really knows a lot about uh, money. But believe me, when you see... 20 buildings with Michelle Wolf on them, then she can talk to me about money, okay? And I'm not talking about Wolfgang Steakhouse, which is not hers.
1: Because she, she said, uh, she went to the audience, um, Trump is so broke, and then everyone said, how broke is he? And then she said, uh, Trump is so broke, he has to fly, fail business class. Uh, she said, Trump is so broke, he looked for foreign oil in Don Jr.'s hair.
0: Well, that's not a bad one. Okay. Well, um, I, I tell the kid he's, he's, he's too much product sometimes. <laughs> Trump, okay, so one good joke. Right. Congratulations.
1: It, it, Trump is so broke, Southwest used him as one of their engines. I know it, it's so soon. It's so soon for that joke. Why did she tell it?
0: It's so soon. Um, right. She's like having a breakdown on stage, like doubting herself. Really great, great sign of a good comedian is uh, you know, crippling lack of confidence.
1: She referenced you to um, siding with the Nazis. How do you feel about that? That can't be good.
0: Well, I is is Michelle Wolf uh, a member of uh, Jared Kushner's tribe?
1: Well, he wrote this is her joke. Uh, Trump is a racist, though. He loves False. white nationalists, which Kanye is a weird is term for a Nazi. Calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. Or Harvey Weinstein, a ladies' man, which isn't really fair. He also likes plants. I don't get it. Well, he
0: I know for a fact Harvey Weinstein is a ladies' man. He got a lot of women. And for every one of these failed actresses that claims he did something wrong, there were 25 young runaways who were more than happy to get on their knees for an extra part. And that's just a fact. When you're rich, they do it. When you're powerful, they do it.
1: Well, the whole planting thing is allegedly that he would e- ejaculate into a
0: plant. You know, and this is one of these things where the feminists, they'll be like, don't, don't, you know, come in my face. Don't, uh, don't go in my mouth, like some of these real... Pa- but all of a sudden, he goes in a plant, which seems to be like the polite thing to do. So he, you think he did them a favor by going into the plant? Photogizthesis. Photoginth- <laughs> Is that a good title? I mean, I know we're working on... photogisthesis. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but I think you know what I'm going for. Um. Well, I don't know. You know, oh, don't... Uh, you know, don't... Uh, you don't, you, don't, you got to wear a condom. You got to wear a condom. No, it's okay. I'll go in the plant. Seems like everybody wins.
1: So that was his way of being, like, safe.
0: Well, it, uh, are there any half Weinstein, half plant babies running around? I, uh, no, not. because Michael Cohen paid for them to be aborted. It's okay. a trick question.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, speaking of uh, sexual harassment allegations, Bill Cosby was convicted this week. Do you have any thoughts on Mr. Cosby? Were you a fan of The Cosby Show? Were you a fan of his stand-up?
0: You can put a sweater on a black... You can put a stethoscope on a black. You can make him dance around to funny music. You can even give them, give a black a black lawyer wife. But you can't stop a black from being a black. And that's all I have to say on that. It did not surprise me that he was just out of control and taking advantage of women. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, all right. So because he was, all right. I'm. I don't even think I should get into that, Mr. President. I, and this tech stuff guy is watching out for you. Well, I
0: think I was very clear.
1: Uh, you were crystal, um, for sure. Uh, Miss, your uh, Vice President Mike Pence got ripped on. Big a little gay bit.
0: Mike Pence. That's your nickname for him, Big Gay. Big Gay. How did they get that nickname? Because he's big and gay. <laughs> Does he enjoy that nickname, or is it... He seems to enjoy everything I do. (laughs) I'm starting to think he might want me to, you know, not go in a plant, if you know what I mean. Oh, so... Okay. So he... (laughs) You call him Big Gay to his face, and
1: he doesn't care?
0: He just smiles like a Big Gay.
1: Do you think it's weird that he has to meet other women with his wife? Do you think that's strange? Because I know you, you don't have to bring Melania to meet other women, but... Mike Pence has to bring women around to meet other being his wife to meet other women.
0: Pence is kind of a weird guy, but I will say this. I don't agree with him, but I let him live his life. But what I find so funny is that these liberals, they're concerned about, oh, Harvey Weinstein's doing this and that. And then Mike Pence just says, I'm gonna walk around with my wife because I don't want to be tempted, and all of a sudden he's the villain. Like it seems like Whatever floats your boat, and if that keeps him on the, uh, you know, I put this in air quotes, the straight and narrow, so be it.
1: Okay. Um, so you don't think he got it? Sometimes
0: uh, I I prefer his wife to be in the room with the two of us, if you know what I mean, because maybe it's not so much the women that need to look out for Mike Pence, uh, you know, making a move.
1: All right, we can dive into a future episode. He tried uh, to
0: titty-fuck Chris Christie, okay? That's <laughs> off the record, though. That's <laughs> Okay, we'll, that's we'll off edit the record. that out. We'll
1: edit that out. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, she got a little bit. How do you, uh, how do you feel about Michelle um, Wolf attacking Kellyanne Conway?
0: Kellyanne Conway is one of our great people, and she works very hard, um, even though she's aging in dog years. Okay, because she used to be a she's still got some good muscle tone and a decent rack, but she is melting. And I think it's unfortunate that for somebody to put their looks and their reputation at such risk to serve their country and then to have some redheaded firebush. Criticizing, uh, please, disrespectful and disgraceful. Kellyanne Conway is a patriot.
1: Ivanka was also a target. Did you hear the joke about Ivanka? What was
0: the joke about Uh, Ivanka? She does clean up nice,
1: though. Ivanka cleans up nice. She's the diaper genie of the administration. On the outside, she looks sleek, but the inside, it's still full of shit.
0: You know what? I would be offended at that if it wasn't making me think of anal with Ivanka. So it's hard for me to just completely... Mr. President, you
1: can't think of anal with your own daughter. Well, that I is- can
0: think... I didn't do it. It's just I, sometimes you have thoughts. I thought this was a safe space, you know, like the liberals like. It is a safe
1: space. It's a very safe space. But, I mean, people are going to hear this. I don't think you should be saying I'm that. not saying
0: it's... I'm just saying it's... She's an objectively beautiful woman. And when I think of her shithole, it, you know, it doesn't make me think of a diaper genie, okay? It makes me think of maybe some uh, more some of the more risqué stormy daniels films if you know what i mean i got gotcha. you but it was disrespectful i mean she's the president's daughter she's a beautiful woman she's a good person and you know michelle wolf is probably just very jealous to be honest of of ivanka so it would make sense that she would lash out but you know i would hope that the kids would be off limit but uh, but apparently not
1: the real um everyone's up in arms Really about her comments against uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And if we can go through, um, I mean. Big Huck. Big Huck. That's her nickname?
0: That's her nickname. Gay Pence and Big Huck. That's right. It's like a, t- it's like a Mark Twain novel.
1: <laughs> I like you have nicknames for everyone uh, in your administration. That's pretty cool. Um, does, does your son, does Donald Jr. have a nickname? Chinless Bitch.
0: I gotta toughen him up. I gotta toughen him up.
1: I I feel like that's a little harsh, uh, but I guess I'd rather be chinless bitch than big gay, right?
0: Well, he's a lispy loser, also. If you hear Donald Trump, he's a junior. He's got that subtle lisp. It's like, get out of here! What are you? What are you, Mike Pence? I'm gonna
1: ask this, but I don't even want to. Can I have the nickname for Ivanka if she has one?
0: Blonde bombshell beauty, babe, secret lover.
1: A lot of alliteration and creepiness in there.
0: Well, you know, that's just, you know, we're going to see about it. Oh, gosh. We're going to have a discussion, and we're going to figure things out.
1: Well, The Handmaid's Tale, we went over that one, and we'll go over these last few I want to hear your opinion about before we get out of here. It says, um, every time Sarah steps up to the podium, I get excited because I'm not really sure what we're going to get. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies or divided into softball teams. It's shirts and skins, and this time don't be such a little bitch, uh, Jim Acosta. What what do you think about that one?
0: Well, Jim Jim Acosta from CNN is a bitch, so she got that one right. It wasn't very funny, but it was accurate. She's, I mean, you know, this is one of those jokes that even the liberals, I don't think, really laughed at. It was just sort of... You know, she had to fill the time and, uh, you know, maybe one of the men writing jokes for her came up with that. But it was uh, that was not a good one.
1: All right. Well, how about this one? Uh, I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful. She burns facts and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies.
0: Well, it's maybe it's Maybelline. So she didn't even get the phrase right.
1: Okay. so you don't. Okay.
0: Well, that's just, I mean, you burn facts. What is that? You don't burn... A fact can't be well, burned. She just, uh,
1: I think she's insinuating that, that Sarah Huckabee Sanders isn't honest. That's what she's trying to say.
0: Well, she's honest enough. Okay.
1: Um, big Huck. Big Huck. Uh, and I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it... Uh, uh, Auntie Huckabee Sanders, like what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? Oh, I know, Ann Coulter. I think that's that's a great joke. Uh, what do you think?
0: Well, Ann Coulter is, you know, not on my list of great people right now because she, uh, you know, she's been attacking me over the border wall, which is big and beautiful and really being built. So, I don't mind her taking shots at Ann Coulter, but. Um, the only word for a white woman who disappoints other white women is Hillary Rodham Clinton. Crooked Hillary.
1: (laughs) That's your nickname for her, of course, Crooked Hillary.
0: Well, she's crooked and she's Hillary.
1: I mean, but she does also... I know you don't like the press. She does make fun of the press. She makes fun of uh, Megyn Kelly. She makes fun of uh,
0: Bill O'Reilly. That that bleeding bitch.
1: uh, She makes fun of Rachel Maddow. So she makes fun of a lot of Gay
0: Pence and gay Rachel. Okay, well, she
1: makes fun of MSNBC. Um, So she does make fun of, I feel like it's equal opportunity. She does make fun of everyone.
0: I mean, equal kind of implies 50-50 or an equal distribution, Not not 500 jokes about Big Huck and then two jokes about Jim Acosta.
1: Well, let's go with her closing here. Tell me what you think of this. Uh, you guys are obsessed with Trump. True. Uh, did you used to date him because you pretend like you hate him, but I think you love him. I think that no one in this room wants to admit is that Trump has helped all of you. He couldn't sell steaks or vodka or water or college or ties or Eric. Well, that's but- true.
0: Okay, I sold a lot of those things, but Eric was very difficult to sell.
1: What do you have a nickname for
0: him? Well, honestly, can I be? Can we be honest? Yeah. Sloth from the Goonies.
1: (laughs) 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 Or Eric, but he has helped you. He's helped you sell your papers and your books and your TV. You helped create this monster, and now you're profiting off of him. If you're going to profit off of Trump, you should at least give him some money because he doesn't have any. Trump is so broke, he grabs pussies because he thinks there might be loose change in them. Like an immigrant who was brought here by his parents... And didn't do anything wrong. I've got to get the fuck out of here. Good night. Flint still doesn't have clean water.
0: You know she's. What do all, you think about that clothes? She's all over the place. Okay, Larry Flint has plenty of water. I just talked to him the other day.
1: I don't think she. He's okay. doing well. Okay. He's doing well. But Where we that's go to? Flint. Okay. I enjoy his. Michigan. He
0: throws tremendous parties. Mm-hmm. Um, so F- Larry Flint is okay. So she's wrong but there.
1: You know it's not.
0: Larry, excuse me. Larry, is excuse great. me. Okay, no Larry problem. Flint, Mr. president, I got you. Larry Flint is doing just great. Okay, and so you follow that up with, she's right on one in one respect. These people are making a killing off of my amazing kind of charisma and talent, so I should be getting some money, but not because I need it. I have unbelievable amounts of money. It's like billions and billions. But fairs fair and these people should be giving me a cut of all their profits so we're gonna see about that we're gonna talk about maybe changing some laws and, and figuring out how we get to funnel some of this money to me because to be honest uh, they're, they're, they're making it off of me.
1: so what's that's the one thing you do agree with Michelle Wolf about?
0: Well they should absolutely be paying me I mean it's a joke she. Her jokes were terrible, but like occasionally she stated some facts. Now that's not she wasn't there to recite facts, but occasionally she stumbled into a fact that was neither funny nor false. That was one of them. That was a uh, they really should be you know giving me a lot of money, and we're gonna we're gonna have the lawyers and, and my my attorney general Jeff Sessions. We're gonna really look into this, and we're gonna we're gonna figure figure some things out. All
1: right. Um... I mean, that's the end of the correspondence uh, Dinner speech.
0: So it was a failure. Okay.
1: Um, so it was a failure. The whole thing was awful. The whole
0: thing, they, they're already talking about some people are pulling out uh, of the event next year. They're probably going to bring in some, you know, just atrocious... They'll probably bring in some, like, uh, you know, deaf poet to represent some kind of multicultural <laughs> thing, and it'll be the, if, the worst. If you
1: could pick a comedian, who, who would you pick? To be the host next year? If, you know, if your I, pick.
0: I I feel like I'd probably pick kind of a, a, a selection of a few. You know, maybe do like a, 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 a not a rotation. Like but a like dais? Kind of a dais. And I think you'd have to have, obviously, Dennis Miller up there. Very bright guy. Really good. Greg Gutfeld. Hilarious Fox News guy. Um, I think you got to have Owen Benjamin up there. Tall, lanky, racist piece of shit. I love him. He's a tremendous guy. Okay. Um, I think... Uh, you know, as long as Nick DiPaolo promises to say the N-word a few times, I think we can have him on. Um, and uh, obviously, Anthony Cumia. We got to have Anthony Cumia on. I mean, this is a guy who was calling a black woman an animal on Twitter and lost his job. That's a disgrace, OK? He should have been given a promotion. Oh, gosh. And he's a lo- he loves his Second Amendment. And he calls black women animals. So I think, honestly, I think we just found our master of ceremonies, (laughs) if we're being totally honest.
1: Anthony Cumia, if if you're listening out there, uh, you were wanted as the the roast master or the correspondence dinner master, whatever uh, title that would have. Um, But, um, Mr. President, I appreciate um, all the feedback this week. Uh, The uh, Kanye update um, and the phone call, I'm sure they were appreciative. And... um, the Nobel Peace Prize talk which got, hopefully will gotta happen
0: got to win it
1: and um and then also I really wanted to hear your breakdown of the Correspondence dinner and I think we really heard exactly how you feel about that and your family and especially Ivanka um so um I just want to would you like to say goodbye to the American people
0: you know what this has been I I was skeptical of you at first George but I realized that you might be the best tech stuff guy we've had yet so uh To the American people, we're on the job. We're doing great. The tax cuts are are doing amazing things. We're building the wall, the big, beautiful wall. We're keeping immigrants out. We're lusting after Ivanka. We're keeping gay Mike Pence in check. Big Huck is still doing the press briefing, so we are humming along. The fake news, the enemies, the haters are not going to get us down.
1: Very good. Um... So I'm the tech stuff guy, um, jnog, uh, jnog.com, at jnog on Twitter and um, and Instagram. and And Mr. President, thanks for joining another week, and hope to see you again next week. Because there's uh, been uh, so much
0: fun, and thank you so much. You're very welcome. The voice of Mr. President Donald J. Trump was done by J.L. Covan. Thank you for listening. Check me out uh, at jlcomedy.com. All my social media stuff, everything is there. So click on it, and uh, that's it. Bye.